Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It's time to welcome back our baby whisperer, Natalie Eberl. And today is quite a serious topic and it is around sleep, which as new mothers, if you have a baby or a baby adjacent, you are very obsessed with sleep. But there's a little bit more to it that Natalie's going to unpack today. So make sure that you're listening closely. Natalie, welcome back to The Juice. Hi, Lou. Happy to be here. Now, we're talking about sleep, but we're also, we also have a fairly important warning today as well. Absolutely. So today we're talking about the very urgent nature of noisy sleep, noisy breathing, mouth breathing and snoring in children. Mm, okay. Because we often think, oh, I'm going to bed. Or you might hear someone say, I'm going to bed to snore my head off. Or, you yeah. know, the child was so tired they were snoring all night. And then they think it's cute when they hear their kids snoring. But it's actually quite dangerous. Right. And it's the sign of a sleep disorder. So not disrupted sleep, it's a sign of a sleep disorder and that needs diagnosis and needs assessment and treatment. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Right, okay. Because that that is quite shocking to hear because, uh, you know, I know, for example, my partner is a big snorer and we often joke about that uh, you know, between when we have couples together, oh, you know, so-and-so snores and I have to have two pillows over my head and that sort of thing. But we sort of do minimise it to an extent, but it can actually be a symptom of a deeper issue. Absolutely. And the research is really clear that especially in adults, snoring reduces oxygenation saturation to your brain, Mm. which puts pressure on your organs, raises your blood pressure and can actually increase the risk of cancer Mm. and reduce your life expectancy by 10 to 15 years. Wow. So... And then we think about the consequences for adults, for for us, not having good, solid, uninterrupted sleep. And, you know, we have a a drop in concentration. It changes our mood. We're less effective with problem solving. It impacts on our blood pressure. It increases our weight. It affects our hormones. And it absolutely impacts on our work productivity and our relationships. If we're not waking up feeling refreshed and ready to go, we're not our best self and everything will suffer. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's actually quite funny that you that you bring this up today because I've actually been listening to a podcast on sleep and sleep uh, in terms of quality sleep as opposed to sleep opportunity. And it was a lady who actually got a Fitbit for a birthday who thought she was getting eight hours sleep. Uh, because she went to bed at 10 and she woke up at 6 and she, you know, but her Fitbit was telling her that she was actually awake for about an hour and a quarter every night that she wasn't aware of. So she needed to create more sleep opportunity to get those eight hours in and it's and she went through all of the impacts of not sleeping properly and they were they were quite severe but that's that's adults. Uh, so let's talk about our babies and our children. So we have to acknowledge with children that there are absolute normal reasons for night waking and they're going to wake up for feeding, pain, illness. They might be experiencing separation anxiety. They could have a nightmare. 
they hear scary noises or developmental reasons like, oh, look, I can crawl and I can stand up, so I will, and I'll jump in the bed like a jelly bean. Mm. However, what we're talking about are the solid sleep cycles that we expect the child to have when they're asleep, in between those valid reasons for waking. And they absolutely need those solid sleep cycles where they link and go between the REM and the non-REM sleep to grow and develop normally with a healthy immune system. So sleep is vital. Solid, sound sleep cycles are absolutely vital for the normal development of children. Now, most of my clients have these beautiful solid sleep cycles and they do sleep and develop well. However, they have a behavioural sleep association where they need some assistance to go to sleep or they need some assistance to go back to sleep and that's not what we're talking about. This topic is actually talking about children that are not having solid sleep cycles. Mm. So the red flags that we're looking for in our children are a child that doesn't sleep well, they're having trouble going to sleep and staying asleep and they are easily aroused. They're having nightmares, night terrors, they're wetting the bed and they're tossing and turning constantly. They, you know, can look at them and say, are they, do they look and feel rested or are they grumpy when they wake up? Do they wake up with a headache? Do they have a poor appetite? Do they look tired? Are they groggy? Do they avoid physical activity? Are they really tired and want to sleep all day? And or you have to wake them in the morning because they've been awake most of the night and you need to get them up. Yeah. We also then look at are they mouth breathing? Are they snoring? Are they noisy breathing? Do you hear them hold their breath or gasp and wake up with a startle? Do they grind their teeth? Do they sleep in really odd body positions? They dribble on the pillow or insist upon having two or three pillows and wanting to sleep upright? Do they sweat or do they wake sitting up in bed? So do they walk or talk in their sleep? Are they experiencing any of these unsettled, unusual, noisy or physical behaviours with their sleep? And then we would look at, are they developing normally? Is the doctor or the child's family health nurse happy with how they're developing? Have they got proper teeth and jaw development, because if they're not breathing properly, that's going to affect their palate shape in their mouth and their jaw yeah, and their teeth development. So the dentist might bring up some issues. And so we look at, are they, if we think about their mouth and how the breathing affects the shape of the mouth, then you might expect some medical issues like ENT issues. You might expect some dental issues. You might expect some speech issues or eating and physical problems. Mm. So... They're all the red flags that that we're looking for. And if we see any of them, it's absolutely worth taking that further. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of a lot to um, to sort of take in. That so, if if parents are noticing these these things, where what should they do? What's the course of action that you would recommend? So we absolutely would have a look at even the the long-term effects of this. So if parents identified them or they didn't actually notice these things in their children but they were looking at other issues such as how these chronic sleep problems impact on the child. They could say, you know, they've got all these behaviour issues where they're 
starting to be overactive and defiant and have tantrums and and they can't concentrate, they're aggressive or they're anxious or impulsive. Or we, we then, yep, or we identify their health and the immune system response if they're constantly getting sick or they're, you know, mm. could lose their appetite or they could eat more because they're not sleeping well to compensate. Yeah. Or if they can't concentrate on what they're doing, then we say, okay, see any of these signs, you go and see your GP as soon as possible with a list of all of the signs that you're seeing. And I encourage parents to go into the child's bedroom in the night time and actually watch them sleep and listen out for these issues, especially mm. if they are triggered by the bedwetting or the teeth grinding. Yeah. And so the GP will then do uh, urgent referral to usually an ENT specialist in Ocean Throat and then the parents will hopefully get an appointment as soon as possible for an assessment and treatment. Right. Because this, these issues affect development and immunity. The long-term effects of prolonged sleep disturbance and poor quality sleep beyond the age of five years in a child can result in physical, emotional and behavioural consequences that compound mm. over time. Yeah. Yes. And lead to really serious health issues such as obesity, poor growth, increased blood pressure and cardiac problems. So it really is an urgent issue and it's not cute. No. Yeah, yeah, you have really sort of blown the lid off some things that, yeah, I guess we'd pass off as cute or, you know, I can't mm-hmm. I can't tell you, I'm just thinking about the, the weird sleeping positions, for, for example. I can't see, I can't tell you how many times I've seen on Facebook someone take a picture of their sleeping child in a really weird position and going, oh, isn't this funny that they've got themselves into this position and fallen asleep? But there actually could be an underlying reason for that. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's something that I've never heard of uh, and yeah I'm sure that this is just so helpful to a lot of parents well uh, a funny not a funny story but a serious story is I went to do a consult on a baby recently in a home and the there was a simple little comment made about how the toddler had started biting the baby on the shoulder during play and I said oh that's very impulsive normally a, a toddler would kiss the baby and then I asked a few more questions and then it led to this child grinds their teeth, this child has noisy breathing, this child sleeps in awkward positions, blah, 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 blah. They tick all of these boxes and mm. that child now has an urgent appointment with an ENT and we're about to change the toddler's life. And wow. I was so mum and dad were just blown away because they thought snoring was cute. And yeah. they didn't know. Unless someone tells you, you don't know. So, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to share this urgent topic today because I believe it could change some people's lives. And snoring in adults is not normal either. It, mm. it can be related to increased alcohol use and it can be related to weight, but it's, an in, it's a sign that something serious is wrong and it could impact on life expectancy and health. And so we all need to look into reducing snoring. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Natalie, absolute gold today. Uh, this is absolutely critical information for people out there and I really thank you for sharing. I've learnt so much today and I'm sure people listening have as well. So thank you so much for your time today here on The Juice. You're very welcome.